This show has explicit language and mature themes. Johnny dear, will you play that lick for us? Thanks, John. Thanks, dear. Oh, hey there. Welcome to Dexplanations. I'm Dexter Sorensen. I looked something up on Wikipedia, checked it out on the OED, and I'm going to explain it to my friend David Gerondale. How's it going today? Pretty good. It rained, which was nice. I really liked that. Cleaned up the air a little bit. Um, Felt like Oregon. Yeah, actually, yeah, it did. Yeah. So, uh... You looked it up on the OED, huh? Yeah. That's schmancy. I got the I got a subscription to the Oxford English Dictionary. That's awesome. Partly partly contributed by our Patreon supporters. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you Patreon supporters. Cuz uh, it's actually it's not super it's not the cheapest subscription you could get the OED, but it's amazingly useful. You very, can look up basically useful. any English word and, the and find the etymology of it. Exactly, find the earliest instance of it. All yeah. that. That's it's cool. It is anyway, awesome. so I'm extra excited. What are we gonna learn about? We're gonna ber- learn about the suffix nims or words for names of things. Oh, like okay, so like, like a pseudonym synonym. or yeah. like a synonym. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I I know. Um. Oh no. There's never mind. More. We'll we'll get into them. Cool. I didn't do synonyms because that's too obvious. Yeah. Uh. But let's talk about acronyms first. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Um. An acronym is a word. Or name, formed as an abbreviation from the initial components in a phrase or a word, usually the individual letters, as in NATO or laser. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Let me see if I can get laser right. Light amplification, the specific emission of radiation? Yeah, I think so. Pretty close? Okay. Yeah. Um, the dude, the I know that the USSR were, was obsessed with acronyms. Like the yeah. Gulag, a bunch of their institutions are actually acronyms. Mm-hmm. Sometimes acronyms are formed from the syllables of the original words, like Nabisco for the National Biscuit Company. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Or um, like um, um, uh, canola oil. That's uh, Canadian oil something. I think that it, actually they did the oil just because it sounds like, or the ola just because it sounds like oil. But, oh, uh, interesting. But yeah, it's a made up yeah. word and first part is Canadian. And that is an acronym. Yep. Um, initialisms are acronyms where each letter of the acronym is pronounced. And some dictionaries say acronyms are pronounced as a single word, but an initialism is not. But that's contentious, and some other dictionaries say initialisms are in a subgroup of acronyms. Okay, so sometimes we go back and forth with, like, yeah. the World Health Organization being called WHO or the WHO. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So scuba and gif are pronounced as a word, and scuba means self-contained breathing apparatus, whereas USA is pr- is pronounced acronyms btw gif is pronounced gif (laughs) (laughs) so uh pseudo acronyms is another thing and that's a like bbq for barbecue okay yep or k9 for the k9 squad yeah all right yeah so that's acronyms let's talk about alonyms an alonym is a type of pseudonym where you use another person's name as your name for a work so, like, an alonymous work is one written and published generally knowingly under the name of another author. So, like, Stephen King's Richard Bachman, when he published works under Richard Bachman, that would be an alonym? No, that's a, pseudon- that's a pseudonym or a pen name. Okay, so what's the difference um, then? The alonymous work is one like Trump's book. Like, the one where somebody wrote... Uh, wrote Trump's book for him, for him under his name. name. Oh, so it's like a real person. Okay, almost like a ghostwriter in that yeah. specific instance. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, 
So an, an anachronym is a misnomer related to an older name or term for a thing. For example, modern tinfoil is made of aluminum. Oh, right. Of course. It's not actually, yeah, it's not yeah. made of tin. And uh, tin cans are steel with a small layer of tin, but they used to be tin. Okay. Yeah, those are an acronyms. Like the lead in a pencil is made of graphite and clay. Right, no, no lead, lead in it. I like an acronyms just because to me they're always like it's always like, oh, this doesn't make any sense. And then it's like the journey it's a journey down like a history rabbit yeah, exactly. hole where you actually get to learn a lot about history by learning why that word doesn't make sense anymore. Yeah, like uh, they used to believe that graphite was lead ore. Oh, did not know that. Yeah. When in fact it's not at all related. Graphite is a carbon compound, yeah, I think. Yeah. Sometimes they're not really history related. Like the guinea pig is from the Andes and not Guinea. And also oh, yeah. they're rodents and pigs are mammals. It's not an acronym, it's just a misnomer. Yeah. Um, and like koala bears are marsupials and the funny bone isn't a bone at all. It's the ulnar nerve. But I couldn't find out if the last two are in acronyms or just misnomers. Like, I never found out if anybody believes that koala bears koala were actually bears. Are mesu- yeah, or bears. Um, so if you know that, let me know. So an anthroponym refers to different types of names for human beings, like first names, surnames, or nicknames. Okay, okay. Yeah, and a cool. dem- demonym is a name for people of a particular place, which standardly comes from the name of the place itself, like Oregonian, Eugenian, Kusharamite, Michigander. Okay, yeah. So, okay, so demo, demonym, kind of similar to like demographic or, okay, democracy, same root word. Yeah, there are some non standard examples like Indiana, people call themselves Hoosiers. Right. Australians are Aussies and New Zealanders are Kiwis. Okay. Um, People from Australia and New Zealand, when they're lumped together, are called Anzacs. Really? Mm hmm. Yeah, I didn't know that one. It's, it comes up during the two world wars, okay. the Anzac forces. Um, an aptronym is a name that totally fits the person with that name, like Usain Bolt being the world's fastest man. Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That makes... Okay, yeah. Or... An, an aptronym? Aptronym. I like that. Yeah. Uh, That's apt. There was this guy named Thomas Crapper <laughs> who, lived in, who lived in London. Uh, he was born in 1836 and died in 1910. But he was a plumber and sanitation engineer, and he popularized sanitary plumbing in people's houses and held a ton of patents for improvements in flush toilets, or as they were called, water closets. And I've heard that it is actually... So his name is Crapper, of course, and he invented the Crapper, but I've heard that the name Crapper didn't come till much later and doesn't actually refer to his name, that it is somehow, it is actually like a weird historical coincidence. Oh, well, uh, yeah, like uh, looking on the OED, people were using crap for uh, fecal mat- matter. Okay. But to do a crap was came about after him. Okay, yeah, so, so, like, so it was verb, just a weird coincidence. Yeah, exactly. Another good one is Anthony Weiner, who's a politician who compulsively sends dick pics. Yeah, he, shows, he loves to show young women as <laughs> so, Weiner. Yeah, that's, he, an, yeah. that's an aptronym. An inaptronym is the opposite, where your name just doesn't fit you. Like how Caleb should be called Brian. Because like Caleb doesn't match his face at all, but he's a perfect Brian. He doesn't listen to this, and I disagree. <laughs> but but uh, like Frank Beard was the only member of ZZ Top who didn't have a beard. Okay. Uh-huh. 
and there was this NHL player named uh, Larry Playfair <laughs> who was <laughs> who's notorious for getting into fights. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, that's an inaptronym. That's awesome. Sometimes I wonder Those if kind of having an aptronym or an inaptronym actually affects your yeah, behavior. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, and a contronym is also known as an autoantonym, and that's a word that has multiple meanings that contrast with one another. For example, cleave means both to cut apart and to cling together. Oh, to cleave to and to cleave apart. Sure. Yeah. Or appropriate can mean to give something to someone, but can also mean to take something for your own use. Interesting. Yeah, you can appropriate funds for a certain thing, or you, which means you give those funds to it. Yeah. Or you can appropriate land after like an eva- invasion or something like that, meaning taking that land for yeah. you. Okay. Um, dust can mean to remove dust or to add dust, like dusting a cake with powdered sugar. Oh, certainly. Or like bone. I love that in cooking. Boning yeah. means to actually take bones out of something, but also it just, I guess that one's not a perfect example, yeah, but, but I always just wondered how, why, yeah, deboning, it's the one extra syllable. Yeah. Not a perfect um, example. <laughs> so off can mean, uh, something has been activated or deactivated, like the alarm went off or the alarm turned off by itself. Okay, yeah. Or transparent can either mean to detect or impossible to detect. Oh, like a transparent signal yeah. might be impossible to detect, mm. whereas something that, like a transparent tra- administration, you know, yeah. you can detect what's going on inside. Yep. Uh, similar to auto antonyms are skunked terms, and they're terms that have changed meaning over time. Like a moot point historically was one that was worth debating, but now it mostly means one that's irrelevant. See, I wondered about that because a moot is a meeting. Yeah, and so exactly. I kind of wondered how, yeah, that's yeah, interesting. Yeah, and that's a Americanism too. Like a British, it, historically it was British and it meant one worth discussing. Okay, and so and has, it not changed its, has it not changed its meaning over I there? I think it's mostly used in the American sense Okay, still, but I'm not sure. A uh, cryptonym is a code name usually used for military purposes. Okay, so like when they're like, the eagle has landed, yeah, and the eagle yeah. is the president, very obviously. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, another fun one is an eponym, and that's something is named after or believed to be named after something else. Like tons of science things are eponyms, like the Hubble telescope. Oh, being named after scientists, yeah. of course. Okay. Or... Tons of other things are eponyms for Greek or Roman gods or historical figures, like all the planets except Earth, or the word narcissism. Oh, okay, yeah, that's yeah. cool. A- eponym. Yeah. All right, cool. Eponomious. Eponomious. I like yeah. that. Uh, tons of business names are eponomious, like Ford. Oh, right, like, of course. Yeah. Yep. Um, here's a fun one. Prince Albert piercings are apocryphally named after Prince Albert's Prince Albert, husband to Queen Victoria. And when the piercing was being popularized in the 70s, mainly by a pamphlet called The Piercing Bible and a visual dictionary of sex in 1978, they claimed that it was used in Victorian times to hold the penis to the leg so there wouldn't be such a bulge and that Prince Albert was really well endowed. Oh, (laughs) my. So he had to do that. (laughs) Which is obviously ridiculous, but what an interesting made-up origin to that kind of strange body modification. Yep. They, yeah, they had a lot of them in there that, in the piercing Bible where they just made up historical facts in order to make piercings more popular. Hmm. Um, proprietary eponyms are 
eponyms that become so ingrained in culture that you start to know that type of thing based on the proprietary. Okay, name so of like it. Uh, Kleenex, Kleenex, Band Aid, Jello, gotcha, ro- rollerblades, tasers, heroin, yo-yos, heroin, heroin. Yeah, it was a proprietary thing. Um, back when it was first came out. Really? Yeah. Oh my goodness! Weird. Um, what did people call it before that? Just laudanum? Uh, no, I don't no, know. that's heroin mixed with water. Uh, Jonathan's saying that the real name for trampolines is a rebound tumbler, and trampoline is a proprietary eponym. Um, Nintendo, like say you might say, I'm going to play Nintendo when you're really just going to play an Xbox. Okay, yeah. Um, those are proprietary eponyms. Coke. Coke, People use that Coke for soft drinks. One. Yeah. A mononym or a person with a mononym goes by only one name. A lot of modern artists use these sometimes, like Beyonce, Banksy, Prince, Bjork, Cher, Sting, Teller, and Eminem. Um, so, yeah, maybe someday I'll go by a mononym. That'd be fun. <laughs> uh, Just Dex? Dex, yeah. Or Dexter. Yeah, no, I couldn't do it. A patronym is part of one's given name based on one's father, grandfather, etc. But a matronym is the same thing, but based on one's mother, grand grandmother, etc. So, like, if so, I'm David Paul Gerondale. If if I inherited my father's middle name, that's a patronym. Yeah, or Gerondale is also a patronym. Okay. Yeah, and other cultures use matronyms. A pseudonym is like pretty obvious, but they're part-time names used only in certain contexts. Pen names are pseudonyms, so Mark Twain and Lewis Carroll are pseudonyms. And actually, Lewis Carroll, or rather Charles Dogson, wouldn't even open letters addressed to Lewis Carroll. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Stage names are pseudonyms. Uh, Graffiti artists' tags are pseudonyms. And online handles are pseudonyms. And another fun one is a hypocorism. And that's a fancy term for pet names or terms of endearment. Oh, okay. A hypocrisism? Yeah, a hypocrisism. 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 Yeah. Okay. A hypocrisism. Hypocrisism? Yeah, so like Johnny Deere, that's a hypocrisism. Okay. Hypocrisism? How many syllables are there? There's four. Hypocrisism? Hypocrisism? Yeah. Okay. Hypocrisism. Yeah. Um, a retronym is a newer name for something that has already existed, usually because of changes in technology. For example, the term acoustic guitar came about after the electric guitar became a Oh, thing. right. Makes sense. Nobody yeah. was calling it that mm-hmm. before there were alternatives. And bar soap wasn't a thing before liquid soap. Of course. Nobody ever called it a muzzle loader when that's all they had. Um, or a rotary telephone. A sit-down restaurant. Interesting. Yeah, yeah I never really thought about food. all of these. Yeah. Uh, in the UK, fast food and takeouts are generally not called restaurants, so there's not a need for the sit-down qualifier. So. Okay. Um, visible light wasn't is a retronym. Right, until they discovered the, other frequencies. There was no reason to call it that because it was all of the light. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. Uh, so those are retronyms. Uh, tautonym is a scientific name where both the genus and species have the same spelling. Like uh, radis radis for the right. black rat, or bison bison for the American bison, or gorilla gorilla for the Western gorilla. Okay, I think we fall into that because we're homo. Uh, we're Homo sapiens. Oh, that's right. I was thinking of the species and subspecies because yeah. we're sapiens sapiens. sapiens. That's yeah. right. Um, I think that's pretty much all I have on nims. nims. 
The Secret of Nim. Yeah. That, that movie scares the shit out of children. You you got anything else you want to um, talk about? Mm. That's why I was asking you what your nick, what a favorite nickname was for you today. Oh, yeah, I don't really have any nicknames. So, yeah, I just didn't put one in there. No, I don't have anything to do with Nims. Uh, I always like the word binomial nomenclature. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. Which is like just the scientific, scientific. names for things. Yeah. Nomenclature. It just I think it's just the n- culture of naming things, nomenclature. Mm. Anyway, no, nah, I don't got anything. All right, that's it for this episode. Dexplanations is recorded at Rabbit Pen Studios in Eugene, Oregon. It's produced, edited, and provided sweet licks by Jonathan Cunningham. If you want to support this show, go to patreon.com slash Dexplanations. Giant thanks to my current patrons, Ben, Kevin, Nick, Linda, Tanner, Susan, Alexis, and Simone. Thanks to you, I was able to pay for the logo, and you guys helped me pay for a subscription to the Oxford English Dictionary. Likely, I got a bunch of things wrong. If you want to tell me about it, or if you want to clarify something we went over, maybe you want to tell me about a funny inaptronym, or your place's cool demonym, hit me up at dexplanationspodcast at gmail.com. Tweet me at Dexplanations, comment on the Instagram, and I just barely made a new subreddit. I'll bring it up in a later episode or do a new episode about it. We pretty much only grow with word of mouth, so please tell someone to subscribe. Oh, and as for you, you're a trusted and reliable friend. Bye now. Bye. Don't get fucking loud. I know. <laughs>